Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brandon McCullough and Mark Troy. How are you guys doing? Did I startle you? <laughs> it, it was uh, abrupt, but I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to set the, the, the stage, the, the pace, like, got to have energy. Well, we always, mm. set the, we always get the room tone so it's dead quiet, and then you just burst in at it. Like, so it always kind of scares the hell out of me. Real yeah. Hopefully, but, I don't know. I just want people to have an energetic Monday morning instead of just, uh, you know. If that guitar riff we have in the beginning doesn't wake you up in the morning, <laughs> I don't know what the hell will. Oh, uh, yeah. What a choice for an intro but uh this is a video game podcast for a new listener hopefully that's not the case but uh we welcome you uh for an what old have listener guys- it's a political podcast <laughs> it changes on how long you listen <laughs> no we are all over the place i'll give us that but we haven't heard from mark in the longest uh because you guys hear from me and Bren quite literally all the time uh <laughs> what have much. you been playing these days mark or actually maybe we want to start off with something more recent in your news uh that was going on in steam yeah, like five minutes ago. Oh yeah. my god, dude! I'm still I, after this. I'm still like gonna be p- paranoid, just crawling up my spine like a spider man. Like, oh, I had to get that phrase in. It's from one of my favorite documentaries on hacking. <laughs> okay, um, oh, I thought it was why I said that. I thought it was because Doug's arachnophobic and you just wanted to skeeve him out. Yeah, I was a little skeeved. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I was checking my email. And I got a notification from Steam support, and it said that my e- my account had been locked because someone was trying to access it remotely. And I was like, okay, sounds sounds reasonable. So I logged in. Oh, that's it's a, one of those moments where your heart like sinks to the bottom of your stomach, though, where you're yeah. just like, no. But the, here's where it gets crazy, though. So that, I the email, I opened it up. The actual email looked... Everything was perfect. The, the, the Steam theme, like, you know, they had their template there. Even the link to the Steam support was to an actual Steam powered address. I was dumb. I didn't hover over it. Cause I, I mean, actually, I can't even call myself dumb. That, that's, that's a, like almost a perfect well phishing done. scam. And that's what I'm getting to, obviously. But I clicked that. The, the form it brought me to said to log in. So I did, and then it took Ooh. me to this other page, and it said, enter in your Steam username and your the password for your email address. But it, keep in mind, this screen was identical to Steam, like, to the T, everything. One of the links even took you to the Steam homepage, and I clicked that because I noticed things weren't responding the way they normally do, like, certain links, like, just didn't work, and... When I clicked the one that actually took me to the Steam homepage, I noticed the URL changed like drastically. It was very different. And I went back and I realized the domain or the URL was pointing to some weird, like some very weird hosting service I had never heard of. And no, Steam wasn't in the name at all. And then I noticed most of the links didn't actually work. And I realized I had just typed in a password. Oh. On the previous page with my e- my username, luckily, I'm probably a rare case that noticed this early on. Um, noticed that the email address password was very strange, so I started to investigate. And fortunately, I had time enough to go back to my Steam account, change everything uh, within like 20 seconds. Um, I, and I was brainstorming any other accounts I have on any website with that username and password. And like, 
I can't think of any, but I'm still like, I, I, maybe there's some out there and I'm just, I'm freaking out right now. And, uh, yeah, I got fished hard, man. Damn, luckily, dude. luckily I stopped it before it got too bad is what I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, so just be careful out there, guys. Look, any steam support email, always hover over the, the subject and check the sender. The sender is like that. Yeah, that that's that's harder to spoof. So just uh, it's just a public service announcement. Basically, I just wanted to get that out there. It's on the top of my mind right now. Yeah, dude, I'm so sorry you had to go through this and like, I don't know, it is at least some, it might help somebody, a listener who might have just done the same thing and didn't have the fast uh, reaction time of thinking, oh, I need to update my account before it gets legitimately locked and taken from me. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, but, uh, yeah, Uh, I I think I'm good. I think I dodged a bullet on that one. Let me take, let me talk about my games. I'll take my mind off of it. I think (laughs) totally. I think a good clue that it might be like a phishing attempt is that it was Steam support, and they don't do shit. Like, they're mythical. Yeah, they point. don't actually exist. So, like, if they contact <laughs> so you, true. you know it's a fake. Like, you yeah, know right. it's not real. That's like getting, it's like getting an email saying from, like, Comcast. It's like, you're entitled to a refund. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not how Comcast works. Something's up. <laughs> Hold on. I'm actually, I have to go reactivate my account now. I have to, like, actually get my cell phone and use the, the Steam guard Authentic- code. Authenticator. Yeah. Authenticator. Yeah. Authenticated. Whatever. Yeah. That word. I know exactly yeah, what yeah. you mean. Um, but the funny thing is, me and Bren uh, kind of recorded recently, so we I'm sure we don't have many games, so we can maybe talk about that while you get your uh, Steam up and running. For for instance, <laughs> we don't have anything to talk about, so let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> there's just a little bit. Um, for instance, there was uh, I did get a new mobile game, and it's not an, like a new mobile game by any means. It's an old existing game. Uh, it was originally on Nintendo DS, and it was the game that I was like, this is why I own a Nintendo DS. And I remember when I traded it back in and gave that game up i was like ah someday i'm just gonna buy a nintendo ds just to get this game again but luckily they made a mobile port for it and now i won't need to um but the game is the world ends with you and it was really i I talked about this i have that mobile game yeah Yeah, exactly it's so good i just started again and i'm i'm remembering the main character niku and he's he kind of looks like sora but a little just like skinnier and different and if i'm not if I'm not mistaken, he's actually going to make a cameo or like an appearance in Kingdom Hearts 3. So it's kind of funny that Sora <laughs> and him are going to be in the same like room at one time. Uh, My favorite um, line from him in the beginning of the game, he's like, I've never gotten along with people. Never have. Never, never will. will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he seems super emo and just like, I don't know. It's interesting. I'm excited to get far into that game. Because I remember when I did play it on DS, I'd probably say I got a third into the game. And I have little to no memory of it. So getting back into that should be fun. Doug, we all know Kingdom Hearts 3 is never going to happen. God damn it, Brent. Just not happening. Just not going to happen. I'm going to just hold my breath then. <laughs> uh, then I can finally <laughs> take over the show. And run it straight to the ground. Um, is that all you've been playing, Doug? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Doug hitting the keyboard as he passes. Yes, out. exactly. Oh, I'm glad you caught on to that. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I haven't played too much. I started uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, but I didn't get too far into that. Uh, like I said before, it's just a really cool designed and well formatted uh, platformer. Like 2D side scrolling platformer and stuff. Uh, kind of Metroidvania. Like you have to run, you have to double back into places you previously had now that you have an upgrade and stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, just really good. Uh, the style's great. 
uh, that's all I've really have gotten to play since we last recorded. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but I did buy um, off of, I talked about in the last episode, the Humble Bundle I got for this month, which was great. And I look forward to playing all the, which is what Shati came from. Um, yeah. But besides that, they also have a Humble Bundle store, where it's just a regular store where you buy stuff. And they have a, I don't know if it's a like a sale that they have going on specifically for some reason, or if it's just, there's always stuff on sale for them. Um, but I got Blood Bowl 2, which is like 75% off. So it's like $12 right now. And I, I guess I just hate myself. I guess this <laughs> is just like an alternative, alternative for me to like cutting or something because I'm getting back into XCOM 2 and Blood Bowl 2. Oh, and it's geez. super RNG based for both games. Like both games are just entirely based on a roll of the dice and it's less, less about actually doing anything and more about risk management. So it's the way, it's ways to try and minimize shitty dice rolls as best you can. And like all dice, like we know in D and D and everything else, is even if you do as much as you can to minimize the risk, you'll still get shitty dice, and it's infuriating to no end. And I am just going to be a big old salt mine by the end of this month because I'm playing these two, and I'm just going to hate myself and everyone around me. Oh, uh, let's hey, bring some talisman. Oh <laughs> God. <laughs> Same thing, Bren, same these thing. fries, uh, these fries are a little bland. Mine coming over later. <laughs> oh, nice. God. It's just, I'm be just so enraged with RNG, but for some reason I love it. Like, but now I hate dice. I have like a dice phobia where I'm just like, I don't trust them. They're out to get me, and I just hate everything about them because somehow it knows when there's a critical role, and it fucks me over. But I look forward yep. to playing that. So cool. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, I will say that uh, with Blood Bowl 2 being cheap, it is cool, but it's bullshit because they have like eight teams in the original game and then the other teams are DLC. So like a undead team, uh, I think a wood elf team, um, chaos dwarves are coming out soon. So they add new teams to it from Blood Bowl 1, like they're still porting them over, but it's like $7 per team. So it gets real expensive with the DLC real quick. And I think there's like seven teams out right now. So... I think I mentioned before where if you got a, if you pre-ordered it, you got all the DLC with it automatically, and this is one of those times where you should have pre-ordered it because there's there's a lot of expensive DLC that'll you'll quickly overpay for the game if you buy all the DLC. So it's okay. Yeah, so if anyone's looking to get into it, just just be aware the DLC can really fuck you over because some of those teams are super powerful, like Chaos or Lizard Men. So be aware of that. Interesting. Um, this isn't a game, but it's some, one, something I wanted to bring up. Uh, I, I had jury duty, so I decided to take a book <laughs> with me. And I remember earlier in the podcast, I did mention that I started it, but then I put it down. But it's the book Ready Player One. It's oh, yeah. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And if I'm not mistaken, I think there's supposed to be a movie in the works. So I was just wanted to bring it up and ask you guys, did you hear anything about the movie? Or do you know anything about the book? Because so far, so good. I'm I'm eager to finish it. Uh, I know I purchased the audiobook for it on Audible, um, but I didn't actually listen to it yet. I'm excited, though. I heard it's pretty good. That's yeah, all I know, though. I can't recommend it enough from what I've read so far, so I'm just, and I'm very early into it. So, uh, just a re- book recommendation. I don't know, our show's weird. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it, and I've heard it, you know, widely recommended by a ton of people. I haven't actually read it or know anything about it, really. Um, but I can only assume the book or the movie version of it's going to be terrible because that's usually how these things work. Yeah, I just as I'm reading it though, I, I if, if only they did it, it justice, it'd be an excellent film too. Yeah, 
Because, I mean, Ender's Game. People love that book's book book series. I don't know. I know nothing about that one. But I've heard just nothing but hatred towards the movie. And same with uh, uh, Aragon. Or Aragon, the dragon. Oh, oh you're my absolutely. god. That was the worst <laughs> disappointment in all time. Get me started on Aragon. Do not, I, dude, I, I, I went to see that in theaters, and I literally left thinking, like, I wish they didn't even shoot that movie. That was, like, the worst thing in all of existence. And it was, like, not consistent with the book at parts, and, like, dude, just so bad. At like, the main parts? parts the, at, at, the, almost the entire time. The whole movie. Yeah, and. Ara- the only similarity was that there were dragons, and his yes. name was Aragon. You're right. You're absolutely right. It me- didn't even like match up to the book at all. And I did not like the cast of characters. They the acting was bad. It was awful, dude. Like dude, that and that the was first... the biggest disappointment ever. Oh my god. The first paragraph of the book of Aragon, the first book, says Aragon, he's like this guy with brown hair and dark <laughs> and dark bushy eyebrows. That's what it says. Yes. Let's cast a blonde guy. Come on, yeah. guys. It doesn't even work. It was so bad. And yeah, they, oh man, I don't know why they would do that. It's like, mm, it's just yeah. frustrating. It's and like casting Bruce Lee as like a black dude or something. It, it, it's like, you didn't even try. Yeah. You didn't even, tr- you didn't even read the book. Exactly. No, I felt like the, the author should have had some supervision on the movie and I almost feel like he probably didn't. I just feel like the emperor just smacked me like, yes, good. Let your anger consume you. It makes you stronger. Kill him, Anakin. Kill him. <laughs> Doug God and I obviously are both very big. We're very big fans of that franchise. I, I was. Must- I actually didn't even finish the last book because I got so annoyed with it. And I was just like, whatever. Because yeah, it took him, Christopher Paolini, like... 15 years to that too it. yeah and honestly i i was into it when i was younger it is a good book for like uh young uh, teenagers it and is. stuff so i don't know young I, was adults, like, I, I was like the only person i knew who didn't read it so like when i saw the movie i'm like all right whatever and then everyone else like you guys was furious i was like uh Dude, but like for serious thing. fantasy goers like if you're like into like i don't know the wheel of time or like yeah song of ice and fire like this is not gonna like match up to that at all it's like a child's story in comparison I mean, it's a good story. Like, I if I read that now, I would still be like, all right, that was really good. Yeah. But, I mean, I wouldn't be as obsessed with it as I was. But if you exactly. think about it, dude, Doug, think about that. We were in middle school when we read the first book. Mm-hmm. The last book came out when we were in college. Yeah. It's just like, dude, if you really wanted to keep your audience around, I'm sorry. I know you can only write as fast as you can think of it, but, like, you but really yeah. waited too long. <laughs> Compared to that to Harry Potter, though, like, I was with that every year, like, of, like, and I felt like I was the age of Harry as he grew up. So, like, I don't know, that really did, like, she set the pace there. Yeah, that, she's on her own level. Like, that's yeah. different. Yeah, you're definitely right. But anyway, yeah. enough book talk. Sorry, guys. That was a random side <laughs> yeah, it's still It's still nerd fantasy stuff. Yeah, it's cool. that is good. Um, But, Mark, okay, we're finally down to what have you been playing? Okay, yeah, so let me, let me start from the top here. It's been a while. I apologize uh work has been the worst thing ever um but i've i've still been gaming very hardcore in the meantime uh i just don't get home very early on weekdays um but so let me uh let me start from the top of my steam library um <laughs> break it I hope, down i hope we don't go through the whole list because you got like 300 games <laughs> <laughs> no no um so, okay. Oh, first game. It's called Beyond Eyes. So, the premise of this game is you are this uh, little blind girl, and you are 
living in this, like, you live at this house with this garden, and your best friend is this cat, and you kind of hang out in the garden every day, and this cat comes to visit you, and this progresses for about a year, and then the cat disappears one day, so you take it upon yourself, even though you're blind, to venture out into the vast unknown world and go find your cat. Um, the thing is, though, the big gimmick of the game is you can only see, like, a foot in front of you at all times. So the world is just white, and then there's this tiny little ring around you of actual, like, land, and... It'll kind of fill in land as you as you walk forward, but then it disappears very quickly. So you have to have a very good memory to navigate correctly. Um, the game is extremely frustrating. It's gorgeous. It's very beautiful um, graphically. It's not intense, but it's it's artsy. Like it's very well done. It looks like um, a painting. Like it all looks yeah. like watercolor. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. The the soundtrack is awesome. It's it's like oh, it's like they were this close. That's how it feels. It's like <laughs> it's like you guys, you had everything lined up and you just made a very frustrating game. Uh, like it sounds like, like the girl's not blind. It sounds like she's just very what, far-sighted, nearsighted. Which one's the Well, she she's, suppo- she's supposed to be blind, but yeah. they but as the gamer like it, you can't just work. have nothing. So yeah. you it's to simulate blindness even though it's not really blindness, but there's <laughs> you're just pl- you're playing Velma it, without her glasses. Yeah, she basically. Without her glasses. Exactly, yeah. So <laughs> uh, one big problem with the game is that the other problem, oh my god, you walk. I've never played a game where the character walks slower. I've oh, never no. done that. And in a game where you can't tell where you're going and you have to backtrack a lot, it's the worst. Yes. <laughs> it's so frustrating. I'm going to finish it. I, ha- I probably have about like 20 minutes left of this game because it's only two hours long and I already have two hours in it, which means that I took longer than average. But <laughs> um, I will let it go AFK a couple times, though. So it makes me feel better about myself. There you go. Um, so there's that. Um, also, keep in mind, I played that on my new Steam link that I got over the winter sale, um, which is really awesome. I just hook up my Xbox controller to the Steam link, leave my PC on, and on my TV in the living room, I can just sit on my couch and play Steam games with an Xbox controller. So, That's pretty nice. stoked about that. Yeah, it works really well. Uh, if you have wired internet, that's that's the key, though. If yeah. you're using Wi-Fi, don't even bother. It's not going to work well. Um, that really should be mandatory. That It's like almost like a scam to sell that thing if you don't have wired internet because it's just not going to work. Steam? A scam? No. <laughs> Steam like scams you for some things then like you get these amazing game deals so you're like, I can't hate you, Steam. Exactly. That's why we forgive them every time. It's like, they're you know this early access garbage this green light bullshit why are they letting these games exist they're clearly broken and people are just profiting off of like five minutes of work and it's like hey look at this winter sale it's like oh shit oh my look at all that dlc for two dollars i know pretty much we're just like like dogs we just lose our our attention span just changes so so quickly and we secretly love the shit they produce yeah like the the crap games you love Bad Rats, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> he I don't does. Know I, I don't know if I love it, but I've spent like easily $30 on it. <laughs> so anyway, my next game 
is actually something Brendan, I noticed you had a lot of time in. Uh-oh. I didn't know this, but uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's called Chivalry Medieval Warfare. Oh, you might have talked yeah. about it already on here, but uh, uh, I don't think I have. Yeah, I got yeah, like I don't recall. Thirteen hours. Um, yeah, so it's it's like not identically a medieval battlefront, but it's pretty close. It's like Mountain Blade um, if you've ever played that. I do, and that, well, actually, that's another game I was going to bring up is uh-huh. Mountain Blade. Yeah, I I guess I've been playing. Yeah, I played both of those actually, but Chivalry. Um, I have yeah, I have some good amount of time in that. I've been uh enjoying it very much. I've been using the the two handed sword mostly. I feel like that's what everyone does. That's yeah. my only complaint. I feel like the classes are not very balanced. No, they're not. Um, it's very clear. It's like if you're. So if you're like the short sword guy, you're just you just lose every time, mm. like pretty much every single time. And the physics isn't amazing for it. Like it's a no, game people can not. get serious about, but you can't play it seriously because there's just so many like just bullshit moves where it's like the guy was swinging his you know bastard sword back a little too far and it clips behind you and hits you like yeah you're behind him. So it's like oh it's so dumb yeah. But it's just silly. Like if you don't take it super seriously, like, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, yeah. okay, I have a question, because I'm watch- I'm at the Steam page now, looking at screenshots and watching some gameplay. Is it like, can you literally just chop someone's arm off? Because, like, one of the strange screenshots is, like, this dude's arm just completely just getting ripped right off. Uh, no. No. Okay. That, that would probably be, like, a death animation scene. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Um, well, and then and then in another screenshot, there's just a dude who's completely armless, so I'm just thinking to myself, does that happen often? <laughs> yeah. No. So what... It- it kind of plays like an early access game. Like it's kind of just super chaotic. It's clunky. clunky. It's yeah. the clunky is the best way I can describe it. Um, okay. The only so from my experience, the just straight up PvP matches are not nearly as fun as the objective matches. The objective matches, since it's not all about just getting kills, it kind of takes some of the clunkiness out of it because that's not the main goal. Because you like one person will like defend these castles. And, like, put up barricades, and you, one team has to break through it. And that actually works pretty well, in my opinion. So that that makes the game more worthwhile, so I kind of seek out those types of lobbies. Um, but, yeah, it's it's kind of limited in terms of gameplay. Like, that's that's it. Like, those two game types. There's no campaign. It's just online hack-and-slash-ness. So. Okay, that sounds like something I would be interested in, at least trying out for... It just sounds fun. Like, I don't know, you don't really see the medieval, like, multi online multiplayer like that often. Yeah, yeah. not at all. It's definitely um, fun, but I would definitely wait for a sale, because it's, like, 25 full price, and it's... Okay. I don't, I don't know if I'd pay $25 for it. I would not pay twenty five dollars for that. You could pay seventy five for four pack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, so so there was that, and then uh, chivalry, and uh, what we what was the other one, Bren? Mountain Blade. Mountain yes. Blade. Yeah, my friend bought me that actually. Oh, nice. It's it's hard. It's very hard. <laughs> it's it's frustrating. Yeah, they don't tell you unique. that much. It's a unique um, game, like, it's for a unique audience who want, like, real, like, tedious, I guess. Like, some of the realism yeah. that you have to detach yourself from video games is, like, oh, like, if you have to get up on a horse, like, it'd be really hard to fight on a horse. But in most games, we just go along, like, yeah, you can fight on a horse, because that's, that, to make the game smoother. Whereas, like, Mountain Blade is, like, no, it tries to be very accurate with, like, realism, and to the point where it gets annoying and... But that's what some people want. They want that super 
uh, tedious gameplay. Yeah, I'm not too far in that. Mm-hmm. I think I might have. I, I no, I didn't rage quit, but I almost did. <laughs> yeah, I can it's, see that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just. I just searched Mountain Blade on Steam, and apparently there's a Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord that's to be announced, so is that oh, something man. you'd be interested in? The graphics look pretty sick. I need to keep playing this one, and I'll find out. I, okay. It has, like, the guy that bought it for me has, like, 120 hours in it, so, I mean, there's something there, but so, I need to, I need to like, get further and figure it out. Like I said, it's a specific audience. Like, the s- people that like it, they love it. They play it all the time. And but for a lot of people, it can just be really annoying and like chivalry, chivalry, like clunky and just being like, you know, screw this, this is not for me. I'm I'm done, and you just move on. But yeah, some people really get into it, and I think there's a few mods. Like I think I saw like a Civil War mod or something. There's yeah, there's a Star Wars mod too. Yeah, so like the like because it's kind of like it it looks dated. Like it came out in 2008. Um, people have been able to really mod the hell out of it and get some crazy things in there. So. Uh, it can get interesting, that's for sure. Yeah. So, other than that, there's still there's I still have have more games. Um, okay. I actually I want to mention that I have two games that I'm really excited about that are coming out this year. So I'll explain that when you're done. <laughs> okay. They? Yeah. Um, sorry, what were you gonna say, Bren? I was gonna say, say, are they are they coming yes, out this and year? It's not Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> Well, no, I meant every game's getting delayed. Like, every game I've ever looked forward to has been delayed at least six months now. No, I have hope that these are actually going to be even, like, summer of 2017, so we don't have to wait, like, the whole year. Nice. Just half of it. Um, so, the next one... Oh, well, it's worth noting I uh, started playing some more Life is Strange, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I always... That's, like, my late-night go-to game when I just want to, like, relax and just, like... Be traumatized I, 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 forever. I was, gonna, I was gonna say, I don't. <laughs> I I both associate relaxation with it, and also the opposite of relaxation. Like, because I can't listen to the soundtrack anymore without falling asleep. Like, it really just puts me in the mood, and I just pass out like at my desk listening to it. But puts you in the mood. Uh, well, no. Yeah, it gets me all hot and heavy. <laughs> I listen to that soundtrack as I drive home, depressed from work. Oh, that's so, sad, Mark. It, but no, I, I can understand the, <laughs> the relaxing aspect of that game. Basically, only episode one. Everything else after that is just like that's oh, the God. thing. Like you get to the Kate Marsh stuff, and it's just like, well, I, this is yeah. oh boy. So okay, actually, I should re- re- rephrase that. Not when I want to relax. When I want to feel. <laughs> <laughs> when I want to. <laughs> when you get on remember that, feels, that I'm a human. Feels trained, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. That that I that's like I I just dabble in that every now and then, but um, uh, I actually have put a pretty good amount of time into replaying Resident Evil Four, <laughs> like my on Steam because I got the the HD remaster of it. Cool. God, I love that game. It's yeah. so good. It's like the best game ever. Um, <laughs> you probably got a hundred hours off Steam. You probably got a hundred hours of that. Oh, easily. I have. Yeah. I unlocked every single thing you could ever do in the GameCube version beat it on every difficulty um and now i'm replaying it on uh, on steam uh and i've also been playing rival i played an hour of rivals of ether oh yeah i know bren you talked about that in a, a recent episode yep um i like it the only problem is i actually think me putting so much time into super smash brothers has actually made it harder i can see i'm that. not I can even kidding understand that. Yeah. when i play i 
I it's muscle memory for me, and it's wrong. <laughs> it's like oh jeez, it's like it doesn't work. Like I'm I'm playing this game that plays similarly to Smash, but it doesn't like the critical points aren't the same. So yeah. like I can't like I lose a lot. I'm not that good at it. Like I'm I'm okay, but like my I'm like pr- at Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Actually, I'm like really really good, but. At this game, I'm just, like, not... I'm nothing. So, yeah, you have to retrain yourself not to play every fighter like Smash Brothers. Like, I can yeah. very well see that, especially for you. Yeah, it's... I, I like, really... It was, like, a wake-up call. I was like, wow, being good at Smash does not really help you that much here. <laughs> yeah, that's so, when you realize Smash is a unique fighter. Like, it's not like anything else, really. Yeah. So, I, I don't have very much time in this, but I'm certainly going to keep playing it, because it is really fun. I, I enjoy it. Nice. Um, and also been playing... Oh, yeah, I've been playing uh, Strong Bad Episode 3, Baddest of the Bands. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Homestar Runner. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, the homes- I have the Homestar Runner bundle on Steam. Um, I really like it. Nice. Uh, I really like Homestar. <laughs> no. uh, I, th- I would never I, have thought uh, Mark liked Homestar Runner. <laughs> Do you still check the website daily? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> so proud of it. And a new episode just came out recently. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Ma- the Brothers Chaps are still at it, Doug. Um, so, yeah, so I've been playing that. I mean, it's goofy. It's fun. It's just a click. It's a point and click game. It's not. It's just hilarious to play. Um, it's for Homestar Runner fans. Like yeah, it's like, exactly. It's like watching an episode that's yeah. interactive. That's what it is, and that's what I like. Um, nice. And I've been playing... Um, so I guess, actually, that's probably it for Steam, but let's switch over to uh, PS4 real quick. <laughs> um, so the other week, actually, is like three or four weeks ago, um, my buddy came over and we played uh, Budborn where uh, what you ha- it's yeah. called but it's so it's bloodborne but it's called budborne and you each get 40s and you oh every time you game. every yeah. time you die you start a new game and every time you die in bloodborne you have to drink your some of your 40 and hand the controller off and it's it's really fun and i've never played the game before and neither had my friend and jeez. Oh, we we were not good at first, no. dude. We, <laughs> dude, but get this. After we played it for like two hours, I, I finally beat the I beat the first boss on the bridge, drunk after two, after two hours. That's awesome, and the after, fact that you did it drunk is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, I beat him, and I was like freaking out. It was so fun. I it was. I just hope I know what the hell I was doing before <laughs> when I could have played again because it's been like three weeks what came to my um, mind when you said budborn though was like there's the character from the the two games it was like home. grow up and grow home yeah and i'm yeah. picturing like a mod of bloodborne with him as the main character just like this cute little robot walking around in like this world of demons and like monsters no yeah not give somebody not a month that. and they could make a skin for that that'd be so sick somebody find the person who can do that and make it happen yeah but for bloodborne the funniest thing happened. I actually had to Google this, embarrassingly enough. I ran around for about an hour and a half, making progress 
with no weapon. <laughs> yeah, I've seen right. people do that, actually. I Dude, be- yeah. they don't I tell you it. where to freaking get a weapon. They don't exactly. tell you. There's nothing, there's no hand-holding in that game whatsoever. I remember, like, I, I when I, earlier in the podcast when I was playing that game, I do want to revisit it and beat it, but I just got so frustrated. Uh, it just, I was saying to them, like, to you guys being like, oh, this is my fifth time logging in, and I just found the thing that you can basically summon another character, and it is probably yeah. there the whole time since, like, the beginning of the game. They just don't, it's not like, it doesn't hold your hand at all. You have to just go explore and find that thing, and if you don't, like, you'll just be traveling throughout the game and not getting help. Yeah, no, it's, I like it, I just, like, I'm gonna try and beat it, but if the whole game goes this way, like, I have so many games to play. <laughs> that's where I was, I, and that's why I, I kind of put that one down, and it's yeah. like, I'll come back, and I've, I literally, I'm a diehard Souls fan, like, a so Demon I. Souls. So am I, I adored Demon Souls, I adored all of Dark Souls 1 through 3, and I, I'm enjoying Bloodborne, but it is by far my least favorite of the franchise, and I know it's like, more or less like a spiritual, like, brother or sister to the game, not, like, it's not really a Souls game. Yeah, and like the my other complaint, I know you could probably change this with enough time, but like the gun is pointless. It like doesn't do anything. I've seen yeah. I've seen plenty of playthroughs of Bloodborne and a lot of times like it really isn't that vital. Unless you're specifically doing like a you know, gun only run or some sort of challenge for yourself. Which, you yeah. Don't need it, but it's more it's more of like a stun at times. Like you can like Exactly. You don't have time to like hit him with your sword. You can just quick shoot him with the gun, then get out your sword or weapon or whatever, and then that's, yeah, that's the most strategic way to use it. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, it's more of an addition as opposed to a, a weapon by itself. But yeah, was, no, that, that's a good point. Luckily, I, didn't even think of that. I, I did find a, like a wooden shield, and I just replaced the gun with the shield because I prefer to play the Souls games with a shield. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I'm gonna keep at it, but if if I never finish that, I won't feel too bad. Yeah. It's not like it's not like I can't like I'm I have the skill I just I don't know if I I relate it. to that so much but then again I probably couldn't beat it drunk so good luck if you go that <laughs> route <laughs> yeah it's, it's funny though because it seems like a love it or hate it sort of thing like people either think it's amazing or it's like you guys where you're not thrilled about it because it's so different than uh, Demon Souls but I know of like a few people on Twitch like streamers who all they do is play Bloodborne like that's it. And some people do all the Souls games, but like some people do only Bloodborne. And there's a guy who, I think with the DLC that came out recently, he beat it within like three hours. He beat all the DLC and the boss uh, barehanded, not using any weapons, just his fists. He He beat it within a few hours of it releasing. Like, it's insane how dedicated some people are to this one game. Oh, yeah, dude, it's crazy you even say that, because I saw an article in passing, I didn't actually read it, but I know that a certain Blood, Bloodborne fans are still finding, like, are, like, unearthing these secrets about the game in this one location of the game. Like, there's, like, I don't know what it's called, but they're still, like, finding secrets, and it just blows my mind that this game's been out for how long, and they're still finding things that we never knew about in it. So, like, it just makes sense that there's like such a diehard fan base and they're like sinking their hours into this like game with all sorts of like mystery you know what i might do i might only play this game when my friend comes over and we'll only play it playing Budborn. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Good luck with that. I don't know I how mean, far you'll get. <laughs> you won't get far at all because it gets so much harder. Uh, oh, you, I'm sure. You can do that. I, no one will stop you. But I mean, if it's the only way you can get through that game. I, I guess you have to. Please nah, stream I'll, that. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. I'll see. I don't know. I'll see what happens. But uh, 
yeah, besides Bloodborne, I've been playing, um, still been playing, um, Last of Us. I feel like I'm pretty close to beating that. I kind of took a hiatus on that, um, Mm -hmm. and I came back last weekend because I was, I was down in Florida for a while for the holidays, which is another reason why I I haven't been around and I haven't, um, been super active, but like, um, I came back and started playing that again. I feel like I'm pretty close. I don't know. I feel, I feel like I have like over 10 hours in it at this point. Okay. But, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's cool. Long. I love it. Like it's a really good game. I feel like I'm book? right, right now. God damn it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like I'm not like, I'm not like the, the, like the hype fanboy like type of person, but I'm like not, like I know Doug doesn't like it at all. No, no, no. It's not that I don't like it at all. I enjoyed the game, but what I didn't like was the ending. The, the Quite story. specifically, okay. the story of the game is what yeah. like there was holes okay. in it and things that really got to me. And sure, the gameplay was enjoyable. It's just like a Tomb Raider or any of those styles of games. Like fun to like collect things and kill people and stealth and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but overall, by the end and like the way things started to turn, I was getting so annoyed with that game that I was like, I need this to be over. And then the way it ended was just like, Oh fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I'll, I'll beat it soon. And I'll, I'll give my final opinion on it. I guess once I beat it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so far I really like it. It's really cool. Uh, Ellie's kind of annoying sometimes. <laughs> oh, shit. But, oh, um, oh, yeah, like, and, like, I beat the, uh, the part with, um, the guy who, like, he's, like, the one guy that lives in that one town. Oh, yeah. Uh, with all the traps in it and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that guy's kind of a dick. Uh, but, yeah. It's, I, l- I like that cool. game because there's one part where it takes place in Pittsburgh and everyone there's an asshole. Just like Pittsburgh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm from Philly. It happens. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying. Okay. So, other than that, the last game, last game, I promise. Okay. um, Dark Cloud 2. Nice. Yeah. Been playing that on PS4. Can't blame you there. Dude, I love my PS4. I really do. Like, I've had an. I I don't I don't mean to like alienate a crowd, but like I've had an Xbox One for like over. Oh my god, I got it in like twenty early twenty fifteen. I have played my PS4 more in a month than I have my Xbox One in two years. I'm not yeah. even kidding. No, I don't doubt that. And honestly, if I were to ever own one, like obviously to each their own, but the only reason I would ever even want one is for the remastered Halo stuff. So I can just <laughs> exactly. Halo. Yeah. And it's just like, could you just do that for PS4? And then it'd just be like, then I would never actually need an Xbox at all. Yeah. Um, my, yeah. No, and my goal after I beat Last of Us and finish the uh the sword art online game for ps4 oh how is, was that it's good it's better than <laughs> than uh a no, lot sounds of like you're on, defending it the yeah. pitch in your no because a lot of people otherwise. online were like really hating on it i don't know why well, like it's fun it's it, because especially- people people love to hate on sword art online overall so whether or not they've played the game they just want to shit on it because it's sword art online and it it just alienated fans so fast with season two and so on um so with stuff like that with a really divisive uh main story or main source material like a show or a tv or a movie um you really have to take it with a grain of salt when people are pissed off about it so like uh the uh, let me see oh i just saw uh, the legend of korra the video game uh the game's not good 
That's just a fact. But some people say it's good because they love the show so much, so they take some of their passion for it over to the game. It's like, no, the game's still bad. Like, I enjoy the show, but the game's still bad. Same yeah. with the other Avatar games. So, like, yeah. the same goes for the reverse of hating on it. It's like, the game might be good, but the show's bad. So, like, yeah. you, can't, you have to make sure you don't, like, bleed over in opinions like that. Yeah, well, that's true. Me and Mark sure, sure don't think up. that uh, the Aragon movie is good just because the book was. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Um, the anyway. uh, the uh, actually the <laughs> the Aragon game for P. Oh I gotta, fuck! I can't believe I gotta, they made a game. <laughs> I got it for PS2 back in like 2006. You poor soul. Why? I beat it. I beat the whole game. Was it based off of the movie though? Uh, oh, it was yes, but but okay. Hear me out. Oh so, god! <laughs> did you did you ever play? The Lord of the Rings games on PS2, yes, like ab- The Return ab- of the King. Yes, I did. Yeah. I played Two Towers, The Return yeah. of the King. I actually skipped Fellowship because it was, I don't know, I just didn't get around to playing that one. But yeah. Two Towers well, and you Return know, of the King were great. S- yeah, so you know those games are great. Yeah, that, absolutely. The Aragon game was actually based on those games. Like the mechanics, okay. So, yes, I pretty much the same thing. So okay. that, that, the I games, like, yeah. yeah, the games are actually pretty fun. If you ignore the fact that the story is the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. Like, the gameplay, leveling up your characters and stuff like that is was actually not that bad. Like, the game was better than the movie, which was a very weird thing. That almost never happens. Yeah, you're so. absolutely right. No, I... Oh, wow. Just thinking about the Two Towers and Return of the Kings, like, PS2 games. Like, wow, those games were so fun, and I spent a fuckload of hours in them. Wow. Oh, my God, me too. I played the same missions over and over same. and over oh, again. Good stuff. All right, well, then, this leads me to the two games that are on the horizon that I'm pretty freaking stoked about, and I want to at least uh, bring to the attention of our audience. All right, so first, we're going to start with this one called Rhyme, and it's just spelled R-I-M-E, and it's a single-player puzzle adventure game about a young boy shipwrapped in a mysterious island after a torrential storm. And these graphics, guys, like, I can't describe to you how much it looks like a Pixar kind of Disney. Like, they really went over the top with how, like stylized it is it really feels like it's going to be like you're playing like a motion like picture it looks so beautiful the character art and design is phenomenal the color palette and stuff is very soft and just really cool looking i'm excited and it's it's basically yeah a puzzle adventure game so i that's right up my alley and i'm super excited for this this is coming out this year i don't know much more about it other than that but it's one to keep on your radar for sure I uh I know what you're talking about. I've seen all the like the web ads for it. It reminds me of like The Witness from what it looks like. Yes, a sort I could um, I could get that vibe, I guess. Um Yeah, the arts even even the colors like kind of are like The Witness. Yes, I agree. I don't know. I would I was going to say it definitely reminds me of like a Team Ico game like Last Guardian. Yes. And, oh, uh, Ico Shadow of the Colossus. I can uh, also yeah, I see what you're saying there too. Yeah, abandoned kid in like a strange world where he has to fight against like these monster creatures. Like it seems, it seems like this is its own genre at this point because it it kind of seems to be happening so often, and it seems to be a gateway to be like it's guaranteed success. Everyone loves it, critics love it. It's like, but are they? I mean, it might be fine. They definitely have been diverse enough to stand out as their own. But it seems like this has become a real. I don't know. I'm seeing this theme a lot with video games. Yeah, I I just think it's going to be more or less like 
also like so it's like a mix of journey shadow of the colossus and the witness if that can make any kind of sense to you and it seems yeah it's gonna be coming out ps4 xbox one nintendo switch and steam so i you should be able to get your hands on it if you're a gamer so i don't know it's one i'm eager to play and coming out this year so check that one out and then this one is actually the one i'm even more excited for and i'm actually like afraid of this game like it's gonna fucking be <laughs> insane this game is called hello neighbor and it's basically a stealth horror game about sneaking into your neighbor's house and figuring out what he's hiding in his, in the basement and the most interesting aspect of this game and the coolest like selling point is that it features an advanced ai that the the your neighbor actually learns from your actions and starts like and tries to like oh kidnap and murder God. you yeah so steam yeah, uh, it's yes, and it's going to be available this summer. And it's, oh my god, what is it, it called? Uh, Hello Neighbor, and the graphics—it kind of reminds me of We Happy Few style graphics or something. It looks oh, fucking we, we don't, amazing. We Happy Few, we don't talk about that game. I know. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to bring up that disappointment. What but what happened I, with that? Actually, uh, Doug finished, and then I want to talk about that. Well, yeah. that's all I really was going to say. That graphically, stylistically, that's kind of the vibe I got, and maybe even more simplistic than that. But. Uh, yeah kind of got like a psychonauts um sort of tone to it uh, i forget the company's it kind of looks like oh it kind of looks like firewatch almost yeah that too it's cartoony um uh, I don't double know. fine productions it's got a very double fines style to it yes i i would um, agree with that but, but it looks like you can get it for 30 dollars for early access early access alpha so oh, if you want to buy something that's not finished go right ahead uh yeah no i want wait what are you talking <laughs> about hello neighbor yeah it says buy uh, by early access. Oh, cool! I did not website. know that. Interesting. Yep. Damn, dude. So, graphics, dude. Seriously, the minimum graphics card is a seven seventy. That's actually pretty insane. Yeah, you think it, about it. It's definitely. Um, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. But I, I'm just excited for that mechanic of him learning from your like actions and the things that you do. It's just going to be really creepy and different. Well, I think uh demanding part of it, because it's clearly not the style. It's not like it's supposed to look realistic. It's definitely in a cartoony style of their own. I think it's everything in that world is a real object. It's not like painted on background images. Like everything has to be rendered in that house or in that yard or world or however big the map is yeah. in real time. So I don't think there's going to be like loading screens or something. So I think that's might be why it's so demanding graphic wise. That could be. Yeah. But that was the two games on my radar. Yeah, they are coming out this year, and they look really fucking cool. It reminds me of, what was that movie? Don't Breathe or whatever? And I didn't see it. Apparently it was good. But from what I could gather from the commercial stuff, it was basically like, here's a group of assholes who break into this old guy's house who's blind, and then he proceeds to murder them all because he thinks they're burglars. It's like, why would you go into that guy's house? He was minding his own business. Yeah. I don't know. I just saw the commercials for that. I never saw the movie, yeah. but it just <laughs> seemed like the I know what you're movie. talking about. He's not yeah. even doing anything He's wrong. He's not doing any. At least in like Disturbia, Mark's favorite movie because oh, Shia LaBeouf in it. Yes, at least I, that I, guy I was love like, that movie. He I looked knew like that. a murderer or something. Like they had a reason to go in, and, like and then get into hijinks, like crazy wacky kids. Well, but, and like, that's the, even like a reference to what's that other movie? Oh, Rear, Rear window. window. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Everything's just a remake of something else. Yes, but Pretty it much. had Shia LaBeouf, so. Great movie. So it makes it so it makes it a good movie. No, I did yeah. see that one in theaters and I did enjoy that film. It's cool. It was uh, actually a good movie. It though. was you have to admit that. I do, yeah. I definitely do. Uh right, would watch it. again. Uh yeah. do you guys oh. think we have time for Ives Walrus? Uh yeah, sure. we could do that. We can make it quick. Uh, sweet. I was gonna say I'd just bring up uh, a few things real quick. 
Okay. Uh, I saw Alpha Beta Gamer tweet out a beta access, like a beta sign-up for We All Love, what was it? Uh, it Not it, well, itch.io. Uh, but what was those other ones? Like Crawl or whatever, the snake one? Slither. Oh, oh, Slither.io. Yeah, there's one called, that's, there's one in beta right now that you can sign up for and you know potentially get into called Brutes.io, B-R-U-T-E-S.io. Okay. And it's basically Gang Beast plus Slither. You run around as just this like big muscle bound brute and you just beat the hell out of other ones smaller than you and then you get bigger. So it's like a 3D fighter of Slither.io. Whoa. Like, so interesting. It's really neat looking and you know. If that became really successful, I know some YouTubers did Slither.io, so they, you know, their fan base was spamming that place all over. But if you enjoy Slither like we did, it's here's a new one, and it kind of looks pretty neat and different. Like they're branching out. Uh, and then, oh, we could talk about um, uh, what were we happy few? Mark wanted to bring that up. Yeah, because you're saying it. Yeah, yeah, I was just curious because. I looked recently on Steam, like right now, and uh, the overall and recent reviews are very positive. Um, yeah, it's from what I can tell, it's well, it's early access right now, so they're clearly still working on stuff. It's mostly a disappointment in the sense that the like every E three trailer is that it was very misguided. The E three trailer of We Happy Few made it seem like it was a new Bioshock, and it yes. looked amazing. And people were so pumped for that. They're like, yeah. New Bioshock. That's what we want. It's awesome. And it ended up being a roguelike open world survival game. There isn't like a super heavy narrative to it where you follow along and progress in this campaign mode. It's if you die, you start over again and everything's different. And you have to maintain your stats like hunger and hygiene and you have to evade the cops. So it was just, it was kind of like Brutal Legend where it was just marketed as a different genre than what it was. And that really confused people. So they they definitely could have marketed it as a roguelike survival game and gotten that fan base. But I think they were seeing how sick of people were of that after like the culling and Rust and um, Ark and all those games where people were just sick of early access survival games. They're just yeah. tired of hell. And I don't blame them because they're, they're, they're definitely the biggest perpetrators of the early access abuse, especially <laughs> uh, Ark. Because it's yeah. still an early access and has DLC that you have to buy separately. That um, reminds me of a, a Seven point. Days to Die. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah, that's another um, one. Um, what is it? H1Z1? That's another one. So yeah. I can understand why they don't want to market it as that. But if they can't market it as the genre that the game is, then why <laughs> did you make it that genre? Yeah, seriously. Like, you could have then just make the fucking Bioshock everyone wanted. Yeah, exactly. So the way they did the trailer is it looked like a completely different game than it is. And that's why people were mad. The people that play it seemed to enjoy it. And, you know, it started off rough, but it's still in early access. But it, it definitely seems to have a different take on early um, survival roguelikes. And people seem to be enjoying it. It's just, you know, it was E3. It was the guys of E3 that left a bitter taste in everyone's mouth. But that's every year. That's what happens with every game. That's yeah. why I'm still cautious about Zelda Breath of the Wild. Because it's like, man, this looks amazing, but everything's supposed to look amazing at E3. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be jumping on board with that right away, just because I don't, I don't trust E3. Yeah, for good reason. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, well, this is going to be over by the time this episode goes out, but Awesome Games Done Quick is going on right now. So you two can listen to it. Everyone else <laughs> listening can go back and watch the VODs on their Twitch channel. And nice. if you don't know, it's a charity 
uh, stream that goes for like five days or something. I don't know the exact time, but they just go all the whole time and they have different people swapping in and out. So it's just nonstop. And like the name implies, it's just games being speed run by a bunch of different people and just like so fucking fast. Like I, I might not be right about this, but I think Pokemon Emerald got uh, played on there like two days ago or so. Mm-hmm. And it was an any percentage run, which means they just have to complete the game. Like and they don't have to do a hundred percent, just any amount. And it was glitchless, so they couldn't abuse any glitch systems to, like, speed through to the Indigo Plateau or something. And I think the whole game was done in, like, two hours and 56 minutes with only two Pokemon. What? what? Yeah. Holy shit. This, that's, Hell? like, mind-boggling shit. That's what I mean. Like, it's insane what some people do. I think uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker was done in four hours flat. Um, No glitches. No glitches. Some of these oh are done by glitches, but they say, like, they say if it is or not. Yeah, they'll s- stipulate that in the beginning. Okay. Yeah, so Super Mario Sunshine was done in one hour and 19 minutes, and it was an any percent run. Uh, so it's just insane some of the stuff that these speedrunners can accomplish, and um, it proves uh, that be- these people are really dedicated and try to find all the ways they can. Like, it's scientific almost of how much they have to experiment and try and get through stuff. But, like, my. God, do people do these games fast? Uh, I'm trying to see like what's one of the most outrageous ones. Uh, Wayne's World was done. I don't know. <laughs> this one. Probably the NES or something. Uh, that was done in seven minutes. So, wait, I was nice. just gonna say, wait, Mark, what was Far Cry Four or whatever three? I oh, forget. <laughs> that's not even a glitch. Yeah, you can beat that game in in fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, I was just messing around. It's it's, <laughs> it's insane. That and it makes you really realize how quickly you can beat some of these games and how long some of these other games takes like titan souls i know doug you talked about that done yeah. in 22 minutes no fucking way and now i can oh, actually 100 percent. i know and the cr- oh my god oh my god that fury make sense any percent run of fury was 48 minutes no dude yeah that's oh as someone who's played both of those games like what the fuck ducktales on easy mode any percent run nine minutes flat like it's insane like and it's it's all for charity. So any money they raise or any awareness they raise during all, all these speed runs goes to charity. Well, that's fucking so, awesome. Yeah, it's great. So if by the time this comes out, it's already have happened. But I think they do it four times a year, maybe. They do it more than once a year. And you can go back and watch all the vlogs, uh, vlog, vlog, vods of it on their Twitch. And it's for a great cause. Hot vods. All right. Well, <laughs> anything else? Hot single vods in your area are looking to hook up. <laughs> um, want that all right, guys. Well, I guess that means we can move on to I Was Walrus. Let's play. So I'll be the judge for I was Walrus because we don't trust Mark and Doug actually wants to try and beat my score, but it's not going to happen. God <laughs> damn it. Um, so let's see. Uh, everyone knows Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. What is something to fuck with? Ready. 
Um, this might be a good category for Mark because he's such an avid troller and prankster and hooligan. I'm I'm drawing a blank on how you're how you're associating those two things. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck with a lot of people. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Okay, I think I'm good. Okay. Uh, three, two, one, go. Twins. <laughs> you what? piece of shit. I don't even get it. A, what is, what referencing the hell is a that Coors mean? Light ad <laughs> campaign is, from the early 2000s? Oh, man. Anyway. God. It was I a, genuinely have no idea why that was funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's an old ad campaign from I forget the beer, but it was a beer company, and it was just like everything's better with other people, <laughs> parties, <laughs> chips, football, and twins. twins. And it was just like, <laughs> ew, you're disgusting human being. You're like yes. implying you'd have a three way like in the center of a party or something. Like I don't know. It was fucking hilarious. It's I, dumb as I shit. I pat but myself on the back for yeah. bringing that into the conversation. What do you have, Mark? Oh, uh, going to the, uh, like, the main common area of a a liberal arts college and setting up a booth that says that there's, says that there's only two genders. (laughs) That would be so funny. People would be so angry. That seems like it's something specifically for you. That seems like it's what you want. No, actually, say that there's only... Make it weird. Say there's only one gender. <laughs> it's like... Because, like, these people... I'm sorry. Like... This is a very personal thing for you, isn't it, Mark? No, I don't, I don't have any beef with anyone. I just think it's actually really funny when there's, like, 56 recorded... So, so, like, things you could identify as. And, like... Like, it'd be so funny to set up a booth. They say there's only one gender and, like, pro- promoting that with pamphlets and, like... So what's something to fuck with? People's actual <laughs> beliefs or twins? <laughs> no, college campuses. I don't know. That's a very specific thing. Like, that's... I was expecting, like, a one-word answer, like, Doug, so I'm just, like, <laughs> throwing off a <laughs> Uh, man, I'm going to offend a lot of listeners. Oh, um, please. Our listeners don't give a shit. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, if they not. do, they clearly yeah. haven't talked to us, because I've said a lot of things. Um, <sighs> Damn it. I don't know. I honestly, like, we've had this discussion, like, off air. I honestly don't think it's as big as an issue as you do. But that's, I mean, that's personal stuff we can talk about later. Um, Doug brought up a very, very stupid commercial campaign from, like, the early 2000s or late 90s. Yep. So, like always, that wins. Yes. That <laughs> feels it. good. Something uh. stupidly obscure and outdated. And it only <laughs> took me, like, five seconds to come up with it. And then Mark's is like, oh, I'm sorry. I feel good about that answer. Look, my trolling campaign would be absolutely amazing. All right. So. <laughs> I just, I hate... The like safe space, like I don't. That's why that's a very personal answer. For answer, you, Mark. <laughs> pretty much. You gotta go more less personal. On to the round number two. You, you can't be triggered so easily, Mark. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, RoboCop had a cartoon and a toy line. What other R-rated movie do you want to see 
directed it towards kids, like kittenized. Ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> wow, that was quick. It was the first R-rated movie I ever saw. <laughs> first one I saw was Matrix, which isn't... Like, it's not that bad. It was like R for violence at the time, Dude, which would be PG m- now. Matrix was not violent. <laughs> like, but that's what barely. I mean. Barely, yeah. Back, I think Cursing 2, it might have gotten for that. I don't remember. And I think... Was there a sex scene in the first Matrix? Uh, there was like, just like a party the, scene. I don't know. Yeah, for for the violence in the first Matrix back then was R-rated. Like, now it would be like... PG, like a, yes, you know, a twelve-year-old can see it by himself because it's like nothing compared to yeah. some of the shit. N- yeah, like the hills have eyes or some shit. <laughs> That's some gory, like violent fucking movies. I met the guy from the Hills Have Eyes too. He was like, I think the chameleon. Oh I'm yeah, pretty sure. He was super nice, like one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in my life. Dude, those movies are ultra fucked up, but that first movie is like, I swear to God, it's just so triumphant, but then it also ends on such a bad note, I don't want to ruin anything, it was just a great, like- I haven't seen that, I've been meaning to watch it. Dude, if you watch it, I promise you will, like, the whole first, like, half hour or an hour is, like, quite literally one of the most traumatizing experiences, and you're gonna be like, I've never seen something so fucked up. But then it's all about, like, the, him, like, getting revenge and shit, it's crazy crazy like so epic but okay, it is so it disturbing though too so it's like it's like i recommend it but i'm also like fair warning like this is very disturbing stuff doesn't it like at least the second one all take place in like a cave or something like in caverns and stuff? the second one was not nearly as good or like uh compelling it was just more or less just violent like hack and slash but the first one like actually had me like feeling emotions and shit yeah, I'm like super claustrophobic. So I saw like the one was like in a cave or something. I'm just like, nope, not seeing that movie ever. Yeah. Oh, you might also be talking about the Descent too. That's another super hyper violent, crazy awesome like oh, yeah. horror film where they go spelunking and shit. This this team of girls, it's crazy. Yeah, I remember seeing a trailer for was it like Buried Alive or something? It was like a Ryan Reynolds movie where he was like literally buried in a coffin with a cell phone, and I just started like hyperventilating in the movie theater. Oh god, <laughs> I was like, this is my nightmare. Yes. Oh god. Okay. All right. I'm good. I'm good. All right. You guys are both ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Anaconda. <laughs> uh, Tropic Thunder. All right. All right. That's actually a pretty fair uh, defender. But all right. So let me defend mine. The reason being, look at this cast. First of all, you have a massive snake that's like insane. You got Jennifer Lopez, Ice Cube, Owen Wilson, and Bren's favorite, Danny Trejo. Oh, God. Love Danny Trejo. Imagine little fucking action figures in like the hand of every child uh, in every home being like, yeah, Danny Trejo is poacher taking on this giant ass snake. Oh, there are Danny Trejo action figures. Like, those already exist. What? And there's a dude who did the voice of the Anaconda? I don't remember that movie. Did that fucking snake talk? <laughs> uh, let me let me reassure you. That movie is awful. I know that it was. terrible dude, movie. Anaconda, Anaconda is, like, one of the worst movies ever made. It's, exactly. It's, it's Ice Cube, dude, it sucks. I know, John, and that's why I think it's... John Voight is actually the Anaconda. Like, he gets, like... He has the anaconda in him, and like at the end, it comes out of his mouth or something. Like it's terrible. It was really bad. I do, and yeah, the reception was <laughs> quite literally one of the worst. Oh yeah, but yeah, there's already machete action figures of Danny Trejo, but not for children. Mm. You could also <laughs> get the the snake. All right, uh, and uh, yours was Traffic Thunderbark. Yeah, yeah. You could have like, <laughs> you could sell action figures where 
the uh the one <laughs> where where Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, like, oh yeah, he has like like skin like I'm well, well I was imagining like those old nineties figures where if you put him in cold water his skin yeah. darkens and if it's yeah, exactly. warm water yeah you know you know what <laughs> just because no. just I would love to see how like a cartoon series of Tropic Thunder handles Simple Jack. <laughs> just, yeah. Oh Christ! Where are they? Vietnam? Like that whole like the war? God damn it! That would be amazing, and I can absolutely see Ben Stiller and them actually doing a cartoon version of that. Oh my God! Yes, like at least one episode just to do it. Like, Dude, yeah, totally. Tropic Thunder, hundred percent. Damn it! All right. Well, <laughs> I'm at least that. glad I can relive my memories of Anaconda. <laughs> oh, Anaconda's terrible. <laughs> if you. If you want a podcast about bad movies, how did this get made? They talk oh, about love it. Anaconda one episode. It's and it makes you remember how awful some of these movies were, especially if we're, you're young like us when the movies came out, didn't really have awareness. I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. Just a ballpark guess what the budget for that movie was. Like three, probably probably way higher than it ever should have been. Well, think <laughs> yeah. about that cast. I mean, you have to pay those oh. actors. Uh, Sixteen million. Much higher. Oh my god. 30, mil- 30 million. 45 million. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> um, I'm glad I brought it up. Hey, see, that's why they made it, so people like me can remember it. <laughs> so what's your vision with this movie? Uh, I plan like 20 years from now, some asshole's going to make fun of it on the podcast. <laughs> what's a podcast? Don't worry about it. No, I, I plan for someone to make children's stories out of it. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, next category. It's tied up. Uh, parasites are terrible in every format. Uh, tapeworms, lice, crabs, children. What parasite do people want to have? <laughs> What's a good parasite? Okay. Hmm. And this doesn't have to be like crabs that bring you frappuccinos. Like you can make up a new parasite entirely. You don't have to work with the existing ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm ready. I think I'm ready too, actually. Oh, wow, that was fast. All right, three, two, one, go. Mine would be an alien parasite that basically um, just enhances your knowledge of, like, the world. So anything that it has learned in its lifetime, you basically inherit and are now that much more intelligent. Hmm. That doesn't take, though. That gives you. That's not really... Oh, okay. So, oh, I see. It's but it's infecting your body and like using you as a host. So it more or less is like beneficial. Okay. Yeah. It's instead of a book worm, it's a book tick. Wait, what? No, a tick still sucks stuff out. Well, then this thing's shitting into your body. (laughs) Oh god! So weird. That's how it gives you the knowledge. It's shitting knowledge into you. What do you want? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a pretty bad thing. I would consider that a parasite. Uh, I mean, mine's so I I don't even know what to say after that. Like, (laughs) mine's just like mine's just like a parasite that you like. You're on. You're like, like you wouldn't consider yourself friends, but like you hang out sometimes on weekends, (laughs) and you can you can take him and put him on a part of your body that you pick, and he he sucks the fat out of that part of your body. And it's like a liposuction, on-the-go parasite. And, like, he thanks you for, for doing that, but, like, you don't really, like, trust him that much. And, like, <laughs> his taste in music isn't really that good, but, like, he still, like, 
wants to control the radio all the time when you go places in your car and like <laughs> you know sometimes you like when you're trying to figure out where to go get food like he's kind of picky but like you don't want to upset him so you kind of like do what he says but like on the down low like, you kind of just wish that he kind of just would eat anything kind of like you because you know you're a pretty flexible guy um so you know kind of like that <laughs> I like how you started that with I don't know and then went into four like a stream of consciousness. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not like a parasite; it's like a coworker that does white blood suction on you every now and then. Pretty much. <laughs> it's like a one night stand where you're like we both need to get laid. Let's just get this out of the way. We don't like each other. Let's just do this because we biologically need to like bust our load. And then she slowly gets more attached to you and then tries to work it into a relationship. And you're just like, ugh. But God. as a parent, like, you know how that is. Jesus Christ, Mark. <laughs> this like super surreal subversive office humor of Mark gets me every time. <laughs> <sighs> Are you sure you don't want to get knowledge shit into your brain, though? I mean, that sounds pretty cool to me. That sounds cool, but it seems like, in, in a weird, to use gaming terminology out of game, video games, it sounds like overpowered, whereas Mark's is like, yeah, I get the fat sucked out of me, it's good, but like, is it good enough to put up with his shit? Like, am, like it sounds yeah, it's like, like a goose sucker like a, with a personality. Yeah, it sounds like a real parasite where it's like, I, ah. Uh, it's annoying, but, like, is it annoying enough to get rid of? Like, does, like, <laughs> does, like go that way the bad? And you really have to debate it. Whereas, like, yours is, like, p- people would be selling that, like, on the street. Like, everyone well, wants it. I thought that was the point of the question. It's, like, what parasite do you want to have? It's, like, oh, I don't want to have this one that I'm, like, mm, like, I don't know. Tr- true. But Marx is also a lot funnier to me. <laughs> so I'm going to have to pick that. <sighs> Yay! I did it somehow. You did, and I had—I I was confident in my second answer of Anaconda. Fuck! And that's the one I, I lost. My my first one was a flop, Doug, so, so don't worry. So. Hey, it's, it's cool. The you, you came clean and got a win, a win there, so that's add one to the scoreboard for Mark. Sweet, there man. Well, that was a fun episode, guys. Uh, let's do some plugs. Actually, before we end the episode, I do want to mention that I am going to torture our listener just a little more. Um, usually, you guys are familiar with me adding some really weird-ass music in the podcast. So, like, for instance, we've done Soda Drinker Pro, Octodad. Um, Speaking the, of putting out with music you don't like, yeah. you're stuck. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Uh, and also, what was that other one that Corey was really into? Uh, oh, I play Pokemon Go every day. Oh, uh, so, I'm going to be adding a new new one to the mix tonight and it's uh basically a song called i like orange juice and you'll find out more about this after plugs and right before we wrap things up but where can we find you mark mark leet hacks law on twitter um and uh Iaka on on uh, instagram um and how about you brent uh yeah uh twitter abts brendan on twitter that uh shit i like i said i got a lot more games now i might be I don't know. I might stream Blood Bowl too. I might also just punch a hole through my monitor playing that game because oh god, oh god. I like watching people stream it because of how salty they get. So I'm I'm worried of what's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, if you listen to the last episode that went out, 
uh, we'll reiterate, if you use the coupon co- code uh, aquarium-game at Pinecast, you can get a discount. I don't remember what the discount was, but you can get a discount of some kind. Yeah, it was a deal, so check it out. It's pretty it's dirt cheap as it is, so if you're really pinching pennies here, yeah, come, come on. Yeah, and keep your eyes out and open for the Pinecast Studio stuff on the horizon. But also, listener, if you like our show, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence. I try to Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday over at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're not doing anything around then, come hang out. It's always fun to meet some of our listeners and chat while I game. And then... If you're not subscribed on iTunes, we'd really appreciate that. Same goes for a review. And please tell some friends and family or anybody you know that might be interested in this show because we're (laughs) just trying to always get more listeners and spread the word about our silly-ass goofs. But um, it's been fun. We'll be back Tell that guy that yells at you outside of that coffee store you go to every time. Tell him about the podcast. Give him a listen. Yes. And here we go, guys. Thanks for listening. Here's some I Like Orange Juice. I like orange juice. Thank you. Grape juice? No, 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 no. Tomato juice? No, 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 no. Carrot juice? No, 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 no. Orange, yes, orange juice. Orange juice. Orange juice. Orange juice. Orange juice. Mango juice? No, 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 no. Milk? No, 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 no. Orange, yes, orange juice. Orange juice. Orange juice. Orange juice. I like orange juice.